So, we have a young living leader from California with a great story. As a husband and father, he has a passion for sharing YL and helping others on his young living journey. So let's dive into it all, up next. Hi there, Oil Family. I'm Brenton. This is The Leader's Instinct, a Team YL web series and podcast brought to you by TeamSense. Go ahead and subscribe to this channel so you don't miss any daily content from cross-line leaders in the Young Living family. Today, we're featuring Jake and the YL Oil Family from California. So let's jump right in. Hey, Jake. Thanks for taking the time. Let's start with a little intro. Feel free to introduce yourself. Sure. Yeah, my name is Jake Barrett. Um, from California, so born and raised in uh, the OC. That's all, kind of all we've known here. Um, we've been with Young Living now since uh, the end of 2014 and began doing the business, I would say, right away. It was kind of like an organic thing, but uh, so we've been using it since December of 2014 and been loving it ever since. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Very cool. And how were you first introduced to Young Living? So, um, my wife was, I think this is like most, most men's stories. Um, my wife's the one who first engaged in it. So, uh, we knew about it because our cousin who is our upline, uh, she got into it first and she was just going out to her warm market and she knew that we were always interested and always wanting to learn more about, uh, to ways we could be better, um, for our family, ways we can seek health for our family. And so she's like, you guys would love this product. And my wife came up to me one day and she was like, Hey, can I have $160? And, and uh, I was like, for what? She's like, for oils. And, and we had some of our friends. We, It's not like they were foreign to us. We knew about doTERRA at the time. We knew about other oils or when we're shopping at Sprouts and stuff like that. We saw, saw them around. So um, I was like, yeah, like if you, if you want to, I'll support you in this. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're actually going to work or not. So she, uh, she bought her first kit in 2014 and, and, uh, that's when, that's how we got involved with it at least. So that was through our cousin. And how about the transition from product user into being a business builder? Yeah. So for us, it was very organic. Um, there wasn't this kind of just join right in the business mentality. I've, I've previously, previously had experience with MLMs. Um, I was in one before, but they they had such a bad model that it just gave me a bad taste of how they actually work. Um, it's not that I didn't believe in the structure of one. I, 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 I understood at that time, not to how much I do now, but before I had, I understood that they worked really well, um, but the model that they had was bad. And so for us, uh, we simply were just product users. And just like any good product user, when you love your product, you start sharing about it. And we started sharing about it with our friends, our family, um, not even assuming that we we're going to make money from it. And people just began to ask us organically because they saw, I mean, I always tell people passion is contagious. And so um, they saw how passionate we were about the product and they wanted to know how they can use it for their kids and their family. And ever since then, people would come up to us and say, hey, how do, how do, we, how do we get this product? How do we get the kit? And we were like, I, um, I don't know. Let me, let me ask our... Our, uh, our cousin and she was like I would be more than happy to help them or if you wanted to make a $50 right now you can sign them up and we we're like heck yeah 50 bucks so uh, that's how it, it just organically happened like that for us and ever since then we just continue to share and uh, can continue to be passionate about the product very cool and as there's no one right way of sharing young living do you have a favorite type of sharing method 
Yeah, so um, we grew our business from distributor to gold, uh, primarily online. So a lot of our marketing was online. We simply did a lifestyle marketing. And so we wanted to be very careful about how we used our platform. And so rather than just going right away from just like, hey, we have a product you wanna buy. Um, it's like just going into a party and be like, hey, this is who I am, do you wanna buy my product? Everyone's like, who, who are you? So we uh, primarily focused on um, developing relationships. And so my wife was very good at that. She is a strong, and if we're, you know, a lot about personality tests, uh, she's a strong yellow and I'm a strong red. And so doing the business together, it's been a, a unique form, like a, a unique experience for us to figure out how we complement each other in this because she is very driven by how it benefits the person. And I'm very driven by what goals need to be achieved in order to get to the next step. And so um, when we're working online, uh, Simon Chan has a, a wonderful thing called his DMO, which is his daily method of operation. And he's very big on organic online duplication and so one of the things that he started adopt, adopting and I started taking from him too was this uh, his in his DMO is three five five three and that's uh, post three times a day and so what I started doing is I'll post three times a day whether it's a journey something about inspiration or a teaching so I would look for a post that I can have a picture up and I would just share something that I'm learning that day or some sort of journey my family is on or a personal journey wellness journey or some sort of inspirational post whatever it may be of something that I'm learning or something I'm sharing from another person and giving them credit so you post three things a day and then you reach out to five five people a day and so in that method is basically what you do is you use this thing called clam which is comment like add and then message and so whether you're engaging in some sort of uh, business group or you're just going through your friends list you go onto their page you comment on one of their posts hey great posts I love it you like it um, if they're not a friend you add them to you and then you send them a message hey I loved your your post the other day that was great how are you doing and what that's doing is it's creating algorithms, first off, for people to come into your, your Facebook and to see your platform. But it's also primarily um, developing relationships with people. And that's what it's all about, is simply creating this relation, relational-driven business that's not hunting. You're not hunting for the person. You're simply stepping out of the spotlight and allowing it to shine on them. And so three, five, and then five is you're inviting five people to view your product. And so what we started doing now is uh, doing in-person classes. And so what we're trying to focus is stretch ourselves to in-person because we really, really um, thrive. We have a hundred, like every time we've done a class, we've probably done three in-person classes now in the four years that we've been doing the business and we've had a hundred percent success each time. And so it would behoove us not to be doing in-person classes, but it was always a kind of an out of our comfort, kind of experience for us and so what we started doing is now setting up about two in-person classes a month and two online classes a month and what that does now at least gives us a platform so when we're reaching out to those five people that we've been developing relationships with it gives us a, a method to say hey we would love for you to join us in this class we're gonna be sharing about oils we're gonna share about toxic free living would you like to come and if someone's out of state hey we're doing an online class in two weeks we would love for you to join us and so now reaching out to five people um, the the next five or the last three would uh, simply be um, or sorry yeah the last three would be uh, reaching out to three people uh, uh, who are interested in the business side 
And so those people we've been reaching out to or people that already have under, under us that are doing the business, we're reaching out to them and we're just saying, how are you doing in the business? How can we help you more? Um, would you like to learn how you can make an extra $300 for, to cover groceries? Because who doesn't want 300 bucks? Um, and so we've been, we've been reaching out to them in, in that way. And then he adds at the very end, team and PD. And so these are daily operations. So it's three posts, reach out to five people, um, and then go to three people to invite them to some sort of prospect or whatever it may be. And then team, which is you you just show up to your team every day. You're reaching out to your team. How are you guys doing? How can we help you? Do you have any questions or how are your prospects going? And then PD is personal development. Um, one of the greatest things that I think is often left on the table in this business is a lack of personal development. Um, and one of the biggest things you can do for yourself as a leader is if you want to see where your team needs, if you want to be, if you want to see change in your team, you need to be that change for them. And the biggest thing you can do is, is, is have personal development because it structures you, it develops you, it changes you, it causes you to grow. And so uh, focusing on personal development every day is important. So whether that's 15 to 30 minutes of reading a book or listening to a podcast or listening to Audible on your way to work, whatever it may be, whatever format that is, you're constantly seeking to better yourself. Um, readers are learners, are, readers are leaders and leaders are readers. And so one of the biggest thing is just constantly reading and having an influx of that. Um, one of the greatest examples of personal development was from a seminary professor. His name was Howard Hendricks. And while he was in seminary, he remembered always walking by the classroom or the office of his professor. And every day he would walk by his classroom and he would look into the office and see his professor with his face down in a book, constantly, constantly studying. And finally one day after just doing this over repetition, he came up to his professor and he asked him, Prof, I see you every single day in your office studying. And I don't see you doing too much else. What's, what's the deal here? And his professor looked back to me and said, well, Howard, I want my students to be drinking from a flowing river rather than a stagnant pool. And that's one of the greatest things that kind of stuck with me in regards to personal development is I want my leaders, I want people to be drinking from a, a flowing river than a stagnant pool. And so from that, from then on, we've, we've made it an effort, uh, not perfectly, but pr uh, progressively to, um, work on personal development and it's been super beneficial for our team. That's awesome. What a cool strategy. And once you've built the relationships and you're talking to people, how do you like to invite them to hear about the oils, either online or in person? Sure. So we'll start with online. Online sometimes happens just more organically. There is for us, there hasn't been any like secret sauce to get people in. It, it really focuses on just developing really when you're doing those three posts a day, you're developing your brand. And so when you're do, what you're doing is you're kind of tr creating this tribe or this cult of following of people that begin just to trust you. Oh, he becomes a recommended resource. I love his inspirational posts. I love his journey that he's posting with his family. I love those teaching that he's doing. Um, and so what happens is these tribe of people start following you and you just naturally and organically develop that, that uh, rapport about yourself and so when you start inviting people to these online classes they'll, they'll, they'll they start to show up uh, but it is coming down to the relationship still i think everything undergirds itself with relationship and um, even online you're developing a relationship with people and you're just you're really developing the art of listening to someone and that is really integral to how you do that because not everyone is motivated by the same thing 
And online, if you go up to someone like, hey, we would love for you to join our one-on-one class because you can make a lot of money doing this business. And they're like, I, I can care less about this. I love my job. Um, and some other people simply, you go up before them, hey, we would love for you to join because this is so beneficial for your children. You're like, I don't have any children. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's so important just to listen to their story. Uh, there's a, a wonderful book called Story Brand by Donald Miller, Building a Story Brand. And he talks about uh, in every story, um, you have the hero of the story. So it goes with, uh, there's a hero who has a problem, meets a guide, develops a plan, call to action, and then there's the come along with the success. The, the issue that most people have is they create themselves as the hero of the story. Um, and, and, and that disconnects with people. Nobody wants to see the other person as the hero. Most people think of themselves as the hero. What we need to do in the business, and whether it's online or specifically right now we're talking online, is to develop your brand, your posts of everything, as coming along as the guide to the story. You're the guide to the, the hero. And so what you do is every hero, every person has a problem. You just need to listen for that problem because everyone's dealing with something. Everyone has an issue, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever it may be, you develop that that, that ability to, to listen to what their problem is as you're developing those relationships and online through messaging or whatever it may be, as you're listening, you're kind of digging in um, for those problems and you, you begin to hear it, oh, it's, it's a physical issue. Or it might be just they're, they're trying to kick out toxins, whatever it may be, you have them unearth that. So here's the hero, a, a problem arises and you're the guide, you're the person that comes alongside of them and says, hey, um, I see what's going on. And you're kind of casting a vision for them. And casting a vision at that point becomes, here's the product, or if they're interested in the business, here's the business side. And you cast a vision, what it will look like if they can engage in this. And it's kind of a call to action. Here's the plan, here's the call to action. Here's how Young Living can benefit you with your health problems, and you say it compliantly, obviously. Um, or here's how the business can help support your family. Whatever it may be, you're, you're allowing them to see the issue, you're creating a plan, and then there's a call to action. You're, hey, here is our, here's our, our 101 class. We'd love for you to join because we would understand how this is gonna benefit you so much in this area. Call to action, and then after that, you come alongside of them to help them success. And when you're able to communicate your story in such a way like that, the people just naturally fall in online. When I started, what we started adopting for our in-person classes now, um, we've simply been using Sarah Harnish's game plan. Um, it's been wonderful. It's, it's, that works amazing in amazing ways. So we find those three people that are just on gung-ho, on fire, who want to learn more about uh, oils, and we simply tap into their friends. We ask them, hey, we're going to be having this class. If you would want to invite 30 to 50 people to this class, if you do, even if they don't come, we just want you to invite 30 to 50 people that you think would be beneficial, that you think this information would be beneficial to them. If you invite those 30 to 50 people, when you come, we have some amazing gifts for you. And so they're like, heck yeah, free gifts. So they invite 30 to 50 people. Marketing statistics show out of those 150 people, 20% uh, come. Out of those 20%, uh, 20% of people usually get kids. And then you just rinse and repeat and you do the same thing. And so we've been doing that for our online. It's been super and immensely successful for us. Um, we've just did one on Sunday and uh, we had a mother and daughter sign up. And then now on August, she's gonna sign up her husband and her brother now wants to sign up and they both want to do the business. And now they're already hosting, a, they already wanted to do a class in August and they want us to come and help them host this class. I mean, it just, 
it just falls in place. It's, it's amazing. So that's been super beneficial for us with in-person classes. Very cool. And for anyone who comes to your class and perhaps doesn't sign up on the day, what follow-up strategies do you like to use to continue to build those relationships and share with them? Yeah, so um, online's a little difficult when it comes to a follow-up strategy because sometimes you get a big group of people and I think it's just consistency, consistently showing up, consistently having it out there. If there are people, usually what I'll do is if online, if someone likes a post, if they're engaged in those things, if they're liking it and I saw that they didn't get a kit, what I'll do is I'll go into the comment section where it was liked and you click on that like section, it shows you all the people who liked it. And then on the right side, it says you can message them. So I'll send them a message three days after. So we follow the method of following up 3 13 30. Three days after event, we'll message them, hey, thank you so much for coming. Um, we really appreciate the, off, the, the time that you took to listen to this class. Do you have any questions? Or if they do to get a kit, hey, thank you so much for coming in and getting this kit. We're, we've, we've been super blessed to have you with us and join our team, um, whatever it may be. So you're following up in three days. 13 days after that is, um, hey, I would love to send you some information. I know you didn't get a kit, but here's some stuff that we have. Um, I'm trying to see if we have one of the packets with us. We developed for, uh, uh, this is kind of it. So let me put all this stuff in here real quick. Um, so for our online, we just do that. We follow up 3, 13, and then 30 again is after we've sent them information in 13 days. We're like, hey, we're gonna send you some stuff. Um, I'll follow up with you and see how, if you have any more questions, 30 days we follow up. Hey, did you read the information we sent with you? Um, do you have any questions? Is, is there anything we can help you with? Uh, in person, what we do is we have these little bags. And so these bags right here, um, we got online. Uh, we didn't want to get those kind of organza black foo-foo bags. Um, this just fits our brand a little bit more. So it's a brown bag. I think it's like five by five. And inside of this bag for someone who say, let's say they didn't get a kit, um, what's going to be in here is you're going to find a sample of Genesis lotion. So we get some sort of product from Young Living that we can distribute and we put it in a small little um, bag that you can get from Amazon and in Amazon what you can do is you can take a hair curler or something and it seals it up from the top and then what this does I don't know if you can see right here but here we go it allows you just to rip it and when you rip it open just it's a free sample so we'll give that to people who are just still interested also inside this bag you're gonna find are these postcards that we made and so um, in this postcard it's gonna have uh, basically saying the, the premium starter kit and on the back of it, it's just going to tell you how to get started with Young Living. So it's going to take you a step-by-step -step guide onto going online, getting started. It's going to have our enrollment number in here. And so that's something that we made um, that's going to help people get started if they haven't started with the kit yet. Uh, we also have some samples. We have our business cards that are inside um, for people. We also have a fearless book. And so this is Sarah Harnish's fearless. Basically it takes you why essential oils, um, how to enjoy a toxic free living, why it's important. And then it's also something we also give to those who get a kit. And so basically for those who get a kit, there's a 30 day challenge. And in that, so we'll say, hey, thank you for joining our team. If you do this 30 day challenge and you take a picture of it, we'll, we'll gift you $25 onto your account so that you can use for free product. And usually when they get that free, they go through this, they do the 30 day challenge, they see how they've replaced all of their products in their home and now they jump on ER and they have $25 to start. So that's been uh, super beneficial for us to get people onto ER, how to follow up. And these little bags we carry with us and we can hand out grocery stores. We do the if 
um, if then kind of, or if will you principle that Eric Warre does. So if I give you this bag, would you read it? Or if I give you this bag, would you look what's inside and, and I can follow up with you? Oh, sure, you would. Perfect, when can I call you? Uh, three days, perfect, what's your number? Would 5.30 work? And so you're constantly setting up these these areas and time frames that you're, you're solidifying the next meeting because uh, each bag is probably under $3, but you're still handing out 300, like $3 to people. And so it's important to make sure that you're constantly using your money wisely. And so for us, that's been super beneficial. We've had those out. We also hand out the mini game plan for those who are interested in the business side in class. So they're interested in the business. Hey, read this mini game plan. If you read it, would, would you mind if I followed up with you in a couple of days? And so we found people beneficial in that way too. And if you happen to have any naturally shy people on your team, do you have anything you like to do to help a naturally shy person get out of their shell a bit and share Young Living? Yeah, so um, like I said in the beginning, passion is contagious. And my wife is extremely introverted. I'm extroverted. So my wife, when it comes to her sharing, it was very, very different. That's what she built primarily online for her. It was just in her comfort zone. And so for a lot of people um, who are more introverted or very shy or they're just in a shell, whatever it may be, uh, we always tell people, anyone can do this business. Multi-level marketing is a formula. Once you understand the formula, you just simply rinse and repeat. So we beat the, we meet them where they're at. So if someone's more extroverted and they thrive in online or in-person classes, we say, hey, that's your strength. Don't do any IPAs or income producing activities that are not gonna benefit your strengths at this moment. Don't do things like say, oh, I'm, I wanna do this online, so I'm gonna start building a website, I'm gonna build a podcast, I'm gonna do all these things. I'm like, those are great things for some people that are already doing them or if they already have those platforms, but tap into your strengths already. And so if someone's more comfortable with doing an in-person class, we, we'll come alongside of them and we'll engage them. We'll start taking them through the game plan. We'll start taking them through ways they can start prospecting using the warm markets and cold markets. Uh, for someone who's more comfortable with online development, we'll show them the tools for that too. So like like you said, there's, there's various ways you can build your business. And so what we do is we simply find where they're at and we work with them individually. So each case is different. Um, some people are just more comfortable online. And so if they're more shy and timid, what we do is we vision cast for them we simply say, what's the best case scenario? What do you want to see from this? What would th- what would $1,000 do for your family? What would $5,000 do for your family? What, what would you do with that money? Where would you go? And just kind of vision casting for them in that beginning as the guide. Like we said, they have a problem where a guide, we come alongside of them. And then we call to a plan of action. So what would this look like? Would you be comfortable with doing one class a month online? You know, and, and seeing where they're at. If, if not, what about what about trying to post these things out here? Let's let's try to stretch ourselves. And so each case is is unique, it's, well, at least in our experience. And we've tried just to meet with each person where they're at. My wife is really good with that. Like I said, she's a yellow, so she's very driven by people. So she's been really good in that sense. And have either of you had any big aha moments or breakthroughs in really figuring out how to grow the YL business and really duplicate? Yeah, so I think that's actually more recent. Probably in the last year, there's been just this. For us, it's it's been like an unearthing and development for us um, because we so we hit silver in probably within the first year or in two years of doing the business. We hit it really, or we hit it really quick, but we couldn't maintain it for about a year because we hit it so fast, but we didn't have the volume of people and OGV to maintain silver. So we, we hit silver and we couldn't maintain it for a year. We finally hit it again. And, um, but still doing it at that time, it was kind of more like a hobby. Like we'll share when we need to, or 
um, it's we've got here like this like maybe that's just how it's always going to be in this business maybe we just got lucky or something and um, so we, we're, we're going through our transition kind of just working that way uh, but what really solidified for it is even at the convention here and Eric Warray talking about just you need to go full in like the importance of giving it your all and the importance of treating it like a job and so for us it was a it was a gradual aha but it solidified more and more that when we invest in this when we when we actually do this and treat it more like it works and i think our aha moment was really vision casting and seeing like this is actually a possibility for us for me my biggest aha moment of coming into the business i guess you can say from my perspective was uh, my wife was in doing the business I, I was supportive of her but i wasn't doing it alongside of her and we had a, an event at Disneyland down the street. And um, they were doing some like something called, I think, Your Best 20 Minutes or something like that. And she was like, hey, come on. Like She was at the event, my wife was, and she asked me to come. And so I was like, okay, I'll come by. So we were walking around, and it was the Monique, the McLeans were there, Monique and her husband, Jeremiah. And I remember having dinner with them. And just the conversations we had about grace, the conversations we had about how money was working and how they've used it. And one of the funniest things was that there was a guy walking around during this convention that I was like, oh, he's the janitor or something. Like they hired, they, that guy was hired to fix it. Well, lo and behold, that was Monique's husband. He just had such a servant's heart where I'm like, he doesn't carry himself around like a person who makes $120,000 a month. They carry themselves around with such grace and humility. And seeing how it can happen for them really brought this reality, flesh and bones to me. And so what happened is the next day we went to Disneyland with the Lewises, so Zach and Kari Lewis, and just talking to them about their story. And it just really solidified more and more for me that I want to support my wife in this. Um, and so we became co-partners. We do this business 50-50. Sometimes our jobs intermingle and do different things where I'm sharing and then she starts sharing or supporting, whatever it may be. Um, but that was our, our, our aha moment was kind of just more and more gradually over time through events and getting started just seeing that this is a possibility that if we actually invest time in it and if we actually work hard it will happen and it's just like the quote if leaders do consistently what others do occasionally and so i want to be a leader who does things consistently and so that's like let's just start doing this consistently because we never had anything that was really dupli duplicable um, we had some system set up but once we started creating systems and creating a simplified understanding of how it works then it started the ball started rolling more and more for the past couple of months we were struggling just enrolling people and now that we started doing consistently classes and reaching out we've already enrolled three people hold one class two business builders just in one month and that's like night and day difference from how it was before and so really just learning how to do uh, have a duplicable system set in place is so important because uh, one of the things that we started coining for our team is success made simple. That's all it is. It's it's uh, multi-level marketing is a simple business. It's not easy, but it's it's a simple thing to understand. It's enroll, educate, duplicate. Like it's you, you start seeing that, and however it looks, and however it looks like in your context, is you just take those tools and you apply it in your specific context. Now, have either of you had any big struggles or fears that you've had to overcome in building the YL business? Sure. Yeah, I think um, ours our story is not one of uh, immense success right away. Like it, we've we've struggled to get to where we were. Like we struggled to maintain silver. We hit gold in November of last year, and we hit gold November uh, 
uh, October, November, December, sorry. And then we could we haven't been able to maintain gold right in January until now. Uh, we right when we hit January, our third leg lost three thousand over three thousand OGV um, in their business. Uh, people just just dropped off right away. People didn't want to do it anymore. So we've had to really work with our team. And there's been a lot of moments where we're like, well, we're just going to give up. Um, and, and, but usually logic comes in and be like, why, even if we give up, even if we gave up doing the business, why would we give up? Use, we, we'll never give up using the product. And we're at a, a, such a place right now as being gold um, or I mean, back that we're back at silver right now. But when we were gold, like even silver making a paycheck, why, why would we stop? Like, it just makes no sense. There's no logical reasoning for that. Um, a lot of it just comes down to we get discouraged and that's a daily struggle I think a daily battle for us is um, it's e it's easy to allow the negativity and the discouragement to come in when you start seeing other people and their success is uh, our biggest downfalls I we at least for I can speak for myself is I have the tendency to compare myself to other businesses oh I see another person who's gold and look how solid they are and how how great they are and um, why am I not there? And I start to get all these negative emotions, negative thoughts, and I suck, or I'm not the best. Why am I not here? I should be better. And I forget to enjoy the journey. I forget to enjoy the blessings of where I'm at already. And so for, uh, for me personally, that's been one of the hardest downfalls is, is, is comparison, the, is, is just the thief of joy. And for my wife, I've noticed with her, um, one of the hardest things that she's struggled with is just the consistency of, of, of trying to get where it is. I mean, it's hard. It's a hard thing. She, we have two kids. Um, I'm home, I work 40 hours a week and trying to get the time to do those things. It's, it's, it's difficult. And so sometimes we're so hard on ourselves if we don't do what needs to be done or something like that. And so we start to, um, compare ourselves. Look at all these other people. They're, they're doing things consistently and we're struggling to maintain our rank or we're getting frustrated because our leg doesn't want to listen to us or you know their downline doesn't want to communicate or we feel like we're putting in more effort than they are and blah 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 and we start to do this and one of the biggest things that we've learned is, is extreme ownership is simply saying it's not their fault that we're not growing it's not our upline's fault that we're not growing we need to own it and recognize that our success is dependent upon us it's not dependent upon them if we want it we need to get after it and so that when we when we started shifting our focus from just blaming our downline for not being working hard enough or blaming others is we started simply saying hey we haven't been educating them enough let's work on that we haven't been consistent enough let's work on that let's enjoy this process let's enjoy our journey let's create a testimony that we can share with other people who are going to be around us that are in the same boat that hey stay consistent stay with it and so um, our, those have been some of our biggest things. Our, our, our biggest mistake that we've, we've made is just not tapping into our strengths. Um, if we tapped into our strengths probably earlier on, such as doing in-person classes consistently, uh, we would be a lot farther than where we're at now. But we were so afraid to tap into those strengths and we kind of wanted to take the easy road out um, for us personally, not that there's some people that do online only and they, they grow immensely, which is great for them. We just simply just didn't tap into our personal strengths. And because of that, it, it was detrimental to a lot of our growth and success. And we didn't have consistency and we wouldn't reach out to people and we didn't create a culture of following up. And so we had a lot of people uh, fall through the cracks. We would have like over 80 people a month who would go active. And I would get so frustrated at my team. Why aren't you following up? Why aren't you following up? I'm like, man, that's because we've never created a culture of people to follow up. And so we started doing that and started creating a culture to follow up. And we started developing systems to do that and duplicable systems for them to follow. And now we're starting to see that drop. Very cool. And on that point, is there any common struggles or fears that you end up 
spending a lot of time helping people on your team overcome? Like, yeah, I would say a lot of them, I think it's just self-negativity. I think um, what I've noticed with our downline and, and others is, and I think this is just the general principle, is we often put just mental roadblocks of condemnation up. And we allow the negativity of family members, friends push us away, whether it's like, oh, you're doing an MLM, you're one of those people, or um, your products are not going to work, they're not going to last. And we just allow so much negativity um, that create these inhibitors or roadblocks to our success. And I've, I've noticed that a lot of them. And so really a lot of our leadership development in that kind of daily method of operation when we're getting to the team part is simply just encourage them. Hey, you guys are doing great. And they're like, I didn't do anything today. You know what? But you're loving your family. You are being there for your kids, and this is what's important because it's not about just the business. Success in business without success at home is not success at all. That's what I love a quote by Dale Partridge. And so one of the biggest things that we reach out to him is, look, just love what you're doing, and and it, you're good at it. You're 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 still reaching out to people. You you woke up today, or whatever it may be, is just creating a positivity and speaking life into them. Has been one of the biggest influence. Uh, biggest changes that we've seen once we started doing that to ourselves it started just to naturally pour out into them because we want to see them grow we want to see them do it and so once we started shifting from looking at them as stepping stools to our success we started viewing them as people in need and so we started viewing people over profit and so we stood behind rather than trying to get the spotlight on us we need our success we need to be a gold we need to be a platinum because i want to be home i'm tired of working four hours a week blah 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 all these different things um that, that spotlight was on us. And when we started shifting the perspective, being like, hey, this is not about us. Like, I wanna see you grow. I wanna see you succeed. And we started shining the spotlight on them. It's changed a, a, a ton. Like right now, we're even just in a tough season. People are just going through things, hard things in life right now. And being able just to pour into them without being like, hey, you need to, be, you need to step up your game because I need to get where I need to be. Versus just, hey, you, it's okay. I love you. Like, what? How can I help you? Is there anything I can do with your team? Anything? Excuse me. Anything I do to help you succeed? How can I do that? And when you start giving, it's so funny that giving is just um, reciprocal. Like, it just naturally when you give to people, they wanna they wanna give back. And and, and when you don't come from the perspective, I'm gonna give so I can get more. But simply, I just wanna give without without reciprocity. Usually, there is reciprocity. It's just the weirdest thing. And so we just started giving out to people and we started recognizing as we're giving, we've created a culture of giving and now they want to give back and they want to give to others. And they want to do the same. Love it. So if you could go back and start over today on your YL journey and business, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you'd change in order to climb the ranks faster? Sure. Yeah. I would try to find, I would get rid of all the gimmicks that I went into, all the products out there. They're like, you can hit this, this fast or whatever it may be, just, I I would sit down, learn what my strengths were and like, oh, my strengths are in-person classes at this moment. Um, And so I'd be like, let me find then the the best method for that. So my strengths are in-person classes. Who has so far the best um, in-person class method of duplication? Well, for us, it was Sarah Harness's game plan. So let's just rinse and repeat that. And so really what it it should have been would be the self-awareness of being able to sit down, where are our strengths, 
And instead of trying to buy into every single product out there, oh, this person got there this fast, so let's try it. And we do it for a couple of months. Oh, it's not working, let's buy another product and try that product and oh, well, theirs is not working for us. And, and you're constantly searching and now here goes about a year or a year and a half of just trying to find the easy way out. Instead of being like, look, this is where my strengths are and here's one of the best uh, products out there or here's the best method of operation that people are doing that there is consistent success. Let's just do that. So tap into your strength. I would tell myself, like, hey, tap into your strength. Here's a great resource. Rinse and repeat and stick with it. Very nice. Is there any advice that you'd give to someone maybe at the beginning of their YL journey wanting to grow their business? Yeah. Um, I would simply tell them, start it. Just do it. Don't, don't wait to be perfect. Don't wait to know everything. Um, often ignorance on fire is the best thing. But just learn. And one of the greatest things is, um, I remember hearing Richard Bliss Brook, Brooks, he uses this with a lot of prospects, is they were like, well, I'll start next month once I've studied, or I'll start next month when I've read all these X, Y, and Z books, whatever it may be, is simply start sharing. But a lot of people are like, well, I'll just wait later. And he'll ask him a question, and he'll say, what's the highest rank you think you can achieve in 10 years? But most people are like, oh, Royal Crown Diamond. How much do you think you would be making? Okay, well, like, let's, let's just shoot out in the dark, 120000 uh, 150,000 let's just say that he's like okay you waiting a year is not missing out on a couple hundred dollars it's actually missing out on $150,000 because you've pushed an extra month back when you hit Royal Crown Diamond and that usually is a shocker for people being like oh man me me missing out a whole month is not just missing out 150 bucks but missing out on $150,000 because when I hit Royal Crown Diamond in 10 years or whatever it may be and I achieve that rank and I've pushed it back a month, that's a month I'll never get back. And so simply start sharing. Just start. Don't don't feel like you have to be uh, a guru. Don't think you have to be a professional or aromatherapist or have all of this knowledge. Simply, like I said, pa- passion is contagious. You love the product. You're using the product. Let the product speak for itself and just start sharing with people and you'll start seeing it grow. Well, as we wrap up, any last words of wisdom that we didn't cover that you'd like to share with the YL family? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing, um, like uh, going back to is, is just the importance of personal development, the importance of being um, one who pours into others. And so, uh, I mean, there's so many books I can, I can, I can recommend um, about that. Like one of the most influential books that I've had in my our company and that's in my life is People Over Profit by Dale Partridge. And he just talks about the importance of being able to value people over profit. Um, story branding by Donald Miller. Start with why, or start with why by Simon Sinek. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, really, just investing in yourself and investing in becoming a leader who uh, is, is working on personal development. And uh, another thing I would throw out there just to encourage people is that um, success is often messy. And there's, there's, there's failures that we all have and we, we all hit those failures. And so um, I, I think one of the biggest things to learn is successful people fail. It, what separates them from unsuccessful people is that successful people just got back up again. And so just learning that principle that as you pursue this business and as you pursue just trying to be successful in anything in life is you're gonna recognize there's a lot of things you're gonna you're gonna mess up on. There's a lot of things you're gonna fail in. And the beauty the beauty of a multiple marketing company is you have that leeway and you have that um, 
security to know like, hey, I can fail and still get back up. I don't have like a $40,000 uh, business startup fee that I, bargain, that I borrowed from my mortgage online here. You've put $160 to start a multi-million uh, multi dollar company. And it, it gives you that freedom to be like, hey, I, I, there's a learning curve here. And the, that comparison of failure or the comparison or whatever it may be that we put on ourselves is just knowing failure happens. It does. It happens to the best of us. It happens. I've been around a lot of Royal Crown Diamonds and Diamonds. Failure happens to all of us. And one of the biggest things that I've learned through all of them is that they've learned um, from those mistakes or they've learned from those things and they simply got back up and they made progress and they move forward again and they fall again and they get back up and they do it again. And it's not about perfection. And just to lay that aside and know like, hey, there's, there's progress in this, but it's not about perfection. What a powerful message. Well, this has been a real pleasure. You're such a wonderful inspiration that all of our Crossline friends can learn from. Thank you so much for taking the time, Jake. It's been a real pleasure. No problem, man. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. So our goal at Team Sense and the Leader's Instinct podcast is to provide as much value to the entire Team YL community to help bring Young Living Essential Oils into every home in the world. So YL family, that's it for this chat. As this content may be useful for someone on your team to hear or a cross-line YL friend, it's over to you. Tag an oil friend below and go ahead and subscribe to this page. It really does help this channel out so all of our cross-line oil friends can see this education too. I'm Brenton, and this has been The Leader's Instinct, a Team YL web series brought to you by TeamSense. Now let's all help each other climb the ranks faster, make more time for our why, and inspire others to wellness, purpose, and abundance. Thanks for listening.